Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast radio show. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Riff's pretty excited about this one. Yeah, you can't see the the arm motions, but they're <laughs> they're happening. I'm excited because Hot Stuff did such a good job of reefing my beebs. <laughs> I'm mainly excited because... I'm I'm hungry, and I know that doing a podcast means dinner will be will be in in a it's, short amount. You make of time. it sound like you're kept in some sort of dungeon, and like we you record a podcast, and we reward you with like a bowl of yes, gruel, bucket of bread. That is sort of how it works, though. I mean, <laughs> we, we often go to restaurants that Riff would consider the food equivalent to gruel. <laughs> okay, you know, like the Cornish Gruel Company or Man Gruels. <laughs> Man's gruel. <laughs> Mister, can I have some more? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so thanks for reefing my beebs. Um, that's what I call it when Hot Stuff uh, puts beer in the refrigerator so that I don't have to life hack <laughs> and put beer in the freezer. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm so glad I learned how to life hack. Guys. We, I the would never have gotten popsicles. A, yeah, a photograph of that beer sickle otherwise. It's sort of like a... That's like... A bullet for a really crazy gun. Silver it shoots. <laughs> it shoots frozen can-shaped beer bullets. So you could you could explode somebody, and then the bullet would melt. Yeah. Oh leaving, man, you'd have no leaving, idea. Yeah, the only evidence would be the delicious smell of paps. It's like a locked room mystery where you're trying to figure out why am I drunk? There's just there's just a bottle of <laughs> wait. A urine on the floor. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, how you guys uh, been? Kingdom of Loathing. Okay. <laughs> we yeah, uh, we have been Kingdom of Loathing. We're in crunch mode at this point for Incrunchulous. Item of the month and getting the new so challenge pack yep. out. And be pretty good. Nobody else is in crunch mode because of the challenge pack. Level ten revamp. I wouldn't characterize it as crunch mode either. It's uh, I I released it to dev for testing with maybe I I would say that this challenge path involves fifty things that you can do and five of them are as yet undetermined. I'm gonna have to do some art, I guess. I don't know. I think it just all be. All of Jarlsberg's skills were just no recycled pick. art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I gotta, you know, I gotta draw some eggs, right? <laughs> some cheese. Man, I was doing a thing where I'm picking from a fairly limited number of first names and a fairly limited number of last names, and I went through some serious hoops to make it so it never picked the two that match, like a first name and a last name that match hmm. in the real world. And I hope that people appreciate but wait. the sort of attention to detail. Like, let's say that I was writing something that was named after, uh, <laughs> like, okay, so let's say that I took the names Fred Schneider and Kate Pearson from the B-52s, right. and I wanted to pick a random first name from that set and a random last name from that set, but I did not ever want it to return Fred Schneider or Kate Pearson. Let's also imagine Ugh. that, see, what, what you do there is you just flip a coin and say either Fred Pearson or Kate Schneider. <laughs> right. This is a bad example case. Did you make an array and you yeah. say you can't match this array number one with array number one? Or well, I, I did this thing that I am always super fucking nervous about. I don't like writing while loops because I am a bad programmer <laughs> and while loops are often a recipe for infinite loops. Um, right. So what you, I mean, you know, uh, A equals a random number between one and five. Yeah. B equals A. 
I guess if you were a good programmer, you'd say B equals A equals a random number between one and five, okay. while B equals A, B equals a random number between one and five. Like that's sort of how you would do that, right? So it just keeps calling the RNG until they no longer match. I see. Usually that will happen on the first time. One might say 80% of the time, it only takes once for them not to match. Anyway, this was not actually that complicated right. of, a, of a procedure, but it occurred to me while I was doing it at all that no one will ever appreciate it <laughs> like that it is it was important enough to me to spend you know an extra five minutes making it so it didn't right yeah but nobody else will notice that maybe you know maybe maybe in general the care that we take on stuff like that creates an overall culture of trustworthiness and people appreciating did, our attention to detail. Did you put in an exemption for Bobcat Goldthwait? Uh, no, because none of the people in either of the bands ha is named Bobcat or okay. last named Goldthwait. And nobody had the same last name or first name? Uh, no. Okay. It's, well, this was not the Partridge family. It's not the band in question. <laughs> that would have been an easy generator to write. X Partridge, <laughs> Bobcat Partridge, <laughs> Mike Brady. There are things that we spend a lot of time and spend a lot of like our mental energy focused on and refining that I don't think are appreciated. And then there are things that we ignore for years that people complain about. And like it's, it's kind of, I guess we're inconsistent, right? Like we're not striving to release a bug free totally you know totally comprehensible game to the world right because we we will acknowledge that there are things that are wrong with it and it's just like we don't have the time or the 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 manpower the manpower to do that and develop any new the content man gruel <laughs> yes <clears throat> what are you what are you doing right now that thing the guy asked me to do oh um a guy who wrote into Radio Bugbear that said, can the underleveled warnings please be disabled for the Mega Man psychosis stages? They're handy in most places, but annoying here. Oh, and uh, it, yeah, I wrote them actually higher than the stat caps. Uh, so it's just always going to trigger. Does it uh, raise your stats if you go in there too low? It does not. Okay. Right. So it's, yeah, sort of, but it just, uh, I can see how that is an edge case that would get annoying. Right. Also, you're almost never main stat less than 30. Right, like you're not going to get, I don't think a newbie is going to get one of those jars. Okay. I mean, a, a new newbie might not give us $20 to get one of those familiars right away. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Sure. So I don't think that it's hurting anything to not have the recommendation on those zones. Anyway, I just took them away. So you're welcome, Snave. I've not yet looked. Did you uh, did you art up the new ten new items that I made? I did, and I posted in the wiki. I posted a okay. reply in the wiki. I've not yet looked. And you did not see it. Yeah, we were we're I'm lamenting not. we're lamenting our poor communication skills. Well, we were trying to, but I, I didn't understand what you were saying. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I, I I think that's what he was lamenting. I just sort of toned toned out. I toned out. <laughs> I uh, that's what I call it when I put in my headphones and listen to my tone low cassettes. You were lemming, you were lemming your pecoms. <laughs> I was what? You were lemming, lemming your, your pecoms. What does that mean? Well, it's like you know, freebing your dubs, <laughs> reefing, reefing my beebs. <laughs> yeah. No, it. Okay, so reefing means refrigerating. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Lemming means lamenting. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, your pee, your problems communicate. No, yeah. that's not the same thing at all. <laughs> <clears throat> You're lambing. Not you don't lament something. Also, the word oh, lemming means true. something else. It's I guess maybe the word reefing, reefing means also too. means something else. Sure. But I don't think that. No, it doesn't. I think that the applying think, a reef to something only God ever does in I a think reefing. That coral might disagree with you. <laughs> hey, what you doing, Pops. Coral? Hey, just reefing. Wish I was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Biebs is a funny word for beers. <laughs> also, an affectionate uh, a pet name for Justin Bieber. Yep. You two, you two have gotten really close lately. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Who would have thought? Miles closer than usual. Uh, also, Miles Closer Than Usual is my <laughs> favorite jazz musician. <laughs> Didn't he used to live in California? He um, used to play the trombone, but he had to <clears throat> give it up. People kept getting poked in the eye. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you... Uh, work? We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, we've got all kinds of things in the pipe. Yep. I think I think people are like people that like nonsense are going to like the new item of the month. It, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> there is a lot of content uh in your face mm. about to be dumped. <clears throat> Do you like that sentence construction? Yes. I just received a picture on my telephone that I don't understand. It's in a box? Is it a is it boobs? No, it is a it is a comic book drawing of a lady's hand uh pressing a doorbell and it says bing bong Huh. Um, it looks like it's in a box. Huh. Maybe it uh, has something to do with the that new convention that you're going to be having. No, I don't think so. Yeah, everybody should go to zapcon.com and uh, fucking like it on Facebook or some bullshit. Well, I don't have any idea. Is it is it live? Yeah. It, it, it's, yes. It's, yeah, it's and I replaced form. all the I replaced the games list uh, with the actual list of games instead of just some dick jokes. Although, <laughs> I really do wish that there was a video game called Super Toad Dick. Because that's hard to say and fun. Uh, um, T-O-A-D or T-O-W-E-D? T-O-A-D. Okay. Yeah. We saw a bumper sticker when I was in high school that was very confusing, and it is still very confusing. Uh, it was just, I believe, a yellow bumper sticker, and it just said in block capitals, I go where I'm towed, T-O-A-D. Yeah. So... We didn't know, like, is that a Toad the Wet Sprocket bumper sticker that they made? Because this would have been the right, this would have been the heyday of Toad the Wet Sprocket. I mean, it's clearly a play on I go where I'm told. Yeah. But I could understand if a beater car had a bumper sticker on it that said I go where I'm towed, T-O-W-E-D. But then T-O-A-D is just, I like, another castle? Is that, is that where? That's a good question. Like, what was the, what was that from... Toad the Wet Sprocket's a pretty maybe, good guess, huh. though, right? Maybe maybe the driver is a toad. Uh, but then wouldn't it be wherever so you he, go, there you're a toad? Well, yeah, maybe he only goes to places where he's a toad. <laughs> okay. And when he's asleep, he's a Viking. <laughs> okay, Viking do you mean toad. do you mean that he dreams that he has a Viking riff or do you mean that he is really good at sleeping and really bad at driving? Oh boy, driving. That's where I'm a toad. Or rather, that's where I'm exactly. toad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We need a bumper sticker that says, "I'm sorry, Mario, but my other car is a princess." <laughs> that's pretty good actually. Um 
So yeah, we've been working on riffs. Crazy ass item of the month. Yep. yep. Um, wasn't supposed to be an item of the month. It was just a thing that Riff was working on. But I decided, you know what? Riff needs to finish this. You know what Riff <laughs> needs to finish this? A deadline. You know what makes a good deadline? Item of the month. <laughs> well, also, we, we needed an <clears throat> item of the month. Yeah, that's true. Uh, although, I, we sort of decided on, like, the third that this was going to be the item of the month, which is yeah. a really uncharacteristic amount of item of the month prep. Well, I mean, it's I mean, good been, that we decided that early because it's taken us all the way up to... Yeah. yeah, you still need to uh, describe all the boss drops. Oh, right. Those I guess I do. Hot Stuff put the totally stat- forgot about that. statulums on them, and I should have I should have annotated that, them to you. I hope that any of this stuff is interesting. Like, it, this is such an unusual yeah, situation. Yeah, I have no idea how people are going to feel about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people will enjoy it at least once. I don't know. I don't know how many times is the at least good for. I like the, I like the idea of it a lot. I'm just I'm curious yeah. I'm curious if it will fill any niches or not. I guess it depends on what sort of items we put in that thing. Yeah. Or burn through Those any witches things. that yeah. slam in the back of your Dragula. I think it's gonna be fine, guys. I think that we're gonna work on it tomorrow, and then yep, yeah, we'll release it and see what the f happens. Um, all right, Radio Bugbear. Sean Clannery writes, hey, you, 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 you guys, how about making the jars work from Hanks and let the jar of psychosis sit there in Hanks 2 after use? Missing my jick jar day because of hardcore, etc. Nope. Nope. I'm not going to do anything that makes those things which are meant to be rare and precious less rare and precious. Yep. So, sorry, man. The reason that they are cool is because it is hard to get them, and everything that makes it hard to get them makes it cooler. <laughs> uh, Sinead O'Collander says, anyway, we get a multi-use <laughs> option for sack lunches. Uh, isn't that a thing that you can only summon once a day? So it it also would be weird, right? Because I mean, it's, it would have to just run them all in sequence, right? Because it yeah, it does the, a query. But then the previous one would be you. you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's probably the case anyway. Do you ever steal your own sack? I don't know. How did we even do that? How did we do that? There was a question like who, when the first person used one, yeah. was it stolen from Armac? Was it Armac? I don't know. <laughs> that was just going to be my answer to that question if anybody ever asked me. I mean, I'm sure it was me who opened the first sack right. lunch. I mean, probably it was undefined uh, offset right. zero in <laughs> query array or something. Uh, I don't fucking know what code is. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, there's a shoelace untied. <laughs> Please tie shoelace and try again. Um, uh, Lad says when will you implement cone bread I, it's already implemented I'm the only one that gets to have it you do like it I do that's the way you like it I like eating it I might go so far as to say I like eating cone bread <laughs> oh man the world yeah <laughs> I wonder if that Skyrim companion <laughs> likes eating <laughs> cone bread I bet he does uh, I like the fact that there are more YouTube videos about me than by me. <laughs> have you ever posted a YouTube video? No, I have not, actually. Yeah. So as long as there's one, you're fine. Well, I guess we posted that Word Realms. Yeah, but that wasn't you. Sure. Yeah. I guess it's the company. Let's the, start the posting, one video. Let's start making videos all the time, man. Just, like, lighten our farts and, <laughs> like, hope to get lucky and accidentally set ourselves on fire or maybe... Let's play pogo stick things. off a building. We could do a let's play of fart hockey. 
We could ugh, we could pogo stick off of my roof into my gross green pool. I spent an hour today getting leaves out of it. I think it might still be fucked though. Yeah. It got the it got the old double deuce. It got <laughs> so there was a there was a frost and then I shat in the pool twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, there was a frost which caused one of the trees to start slowly losing Shitting all of its, its leaves. leaves over the course of actually both of the trees to start losing half of their leaves, say, over the course of a week. And then it just rained for a week. And so the rain upsets the chemical, chemical balance, balance and yeah. the leaves upset the chemical balance. And, and the vacuum in combination, wasn't, they turn it into a swamp. And the vacuum wasn't hooked up to anything. I don't think it's super bad. I think it it's mostly very just green. But I think it mostly looks green because it is filled with green objects. Eh, maybe. I think. I mean, I think it's going to need a chemical shock and uh, several hours of somebody maybe cleaning you could it out. Throw in a bunch of red objects to balance it out. Maybe we could just move away from it really fast. Ooh, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You should clearly one of the the shift keys on a keyboard should be red and one of them should be blue. <laughs> yeah, depending on whether you want to get right, uh, right or left handed miles closer than usual or miles further away than usual. <laughs> <laughs> no, miles closer than usual, kind of blue shifted. Oh yeah, that's there a good you album. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, is that Miles? Da- is kind of blue a Miles Davis album? Uh, I, I think anymore. so. Now we have to look I think it up. That's right. Which shift key do I hit? I remember there's an eight bit version called a kind of bloop. Yes, it is Miles Davis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So this forum thread. Uh, Deathless Assassin says I previously asked for it to be possible to have auto attack fire regardless of whether you win initiative and it sounded like this should already be the case uh, I just tested it in the basement and auto attack didn't fire it was set to macro if that matters box for enabling it against special monsters was checked boy I don't know I didn't think that auto attack fired if you lost initiative I don't actually know anything about that like I think I think it was assumed that you would always win initiative when you're auto attacking because you're farming post yeah post-game. I forgot until very recently that outstatting the monster adds to your initiative yeah. like I I remember doing that because it's like I you know I can imagine back in the day like when people were shoring and level fifty they're like man I had to go I... I had to go through some really convoluted hoops to make uh, initiative bonuses matter. In the old man content, because they do people. I think people have written them off, thinking that they don't. But the, the, you definitely can use really high initiative bonuses to help you to there. improve your chances. But it was it was tricky because I wonder if we shouldn't have. I wonder if the approach to that shouldn't have just been a special property on monsters called no initiative outstat bonus or something. Yeah, I mean it, that's effectively what I did in a code block. It is. That is a fucking weird thing. When somebody asks, like, why is initiative a percentage? And we didn't really have a good answer for why it. Why isn't it? Is why it? is it? Why is oh. it listed? Because, so if you, with plus 0% initiative against an average monster at your level, yeah. you will win initiative half of the time. Right. With plus 50% initiative. You will always win. No. No, no. You will win, I don't know. Uh, let's see because it like, assumes right because what you're doing is you're rolling a d100 and if it, if it is less than 50 then you win yeah, and, if and now you're rolling a d100 plus 50, 50 and it is less than 50 so so, so yeah so that w- would still you would always win you would always win yeah huh okay so in that case well so that's weird 
Yeah, it's a little weird. But if you were then fighting a monster that is, you know, that with has high initiative, that has 100 initiative. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if there we, are monsters with 500 initiative. There are monsters with. Yeah, there are monsters with 10,000 10, initiative. initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there are things where we were like, oh, I want this to out. I, w- I always want this, this to will the jump. Always win initiative, and that's yeah, not true. Yeah, no, it's totally not. <laughs> yeah, initiative is fucking weird. It's. I think it's a bad idea in turn-based games. We ended up getting rid of it in Word Realms because it yeah. was too. It was just way too important. Well, we got rid of randomized initiative. We get we you keep there is the right. Which is that? So there were certain monsters that got to attack you first, which is always how it worked in like a Final Fantasy. That it was just it right. Was it was very rare that you'd be like one out of every twenty or thirty fights in Final Fantasy would be like, "Oh fuck, you got surprised." There is, in I think right now I'm playing Mario and Luigi's uh, Bowser's, Bowser's Inside, Inside Story, uh, and there's just a speed stat, and I think it's just like D and D, and that it just goes down the list of speed stats. So depending on how you prioritize that and how your like what your opponent's speed stats are that determines who goes first which is a a totally reasonable way of doing it i suppose okay so deathless assassin continues so sorry i didn't address your auto attack thing because i don't fucking know yeah i don't think it's supposed to i i i think it's possible that we said it should fire when you lose initiative but i don't think i don't think it's coded to do that i don't think that was ever the, the intention I think the idea was auto attack is there for when you are oh, farming right. stuff. If you if you lose initiative, the monster attacks. Round zero doesn't happen. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because winning initiative, all it does is it decrements the round counter and stops the monster from attacking. Yep. That round. Ugh, what a goofy thing. Yeah, it's the logic there is what, so, and it, and it kind of has to be because like what weird. happens if you refresh the page, right? Like you can't like all of this stuff is so user dickable. Yeah, that yeah, and that was like I get in the habit like there was all this shit that was broken with the item of the month because of just like reloading the page on a choice adventure, and I just like compulsively test that stuff when I'm oh that's good when I'm developing a, a choice adventure and. And that's like why there is a refresh link there hmm. on dev. Because um, this gets super goofy, man. There's so many places for code to run. So many. What? I don't even know. I heard your code was running. Yeah. Uh, you better catch it. Um, what's wrong with you if your code runs and your feet smell? <laughs> You're a programmer. Because <laughs> <laughs> get it? Nerds. They don't wash their feet. Stalking Mimic was mentioned two shows. Uh, what For what it's worth, the Feather Boa nerf was warranted, but I don't think the Mimic is in the same ballpark as the Boa. Not even close, in fact. Click the link for exciting analysis on why. Okay, the, here's the problem with this analysis. This analysis suggests that there are places where you can farm really desirable items that result in the end you getting... Yeah, you are more not, meat per adventure, but, but the mimic is a problem because it is creating meat from the game and yeah. not from other players. Like it—that's meat supply. It needs, versus... yeah, it needs to be. It needs to be addressed in a vacuum. I'm not sure that it's that big of a problem. If there if it was, there aren't enough of them for it to be crazy, and they're not tradable. So one one asshole can't 
you know, right. run a hundred multis doing it. I don't like that you have to extend combat to do it, but it's like so automated and the servers are in good enough shape that it's not, I don't really think it's causing a lot of problems. I mean, you know, we did nerf the BOA because we just did this across the board. Like, I think the problem is if the Mimic had just generated meat, we would have limited that. But since it does something where it like drops items that we thought of as valueless, right? The problem is that those items are not valueless. They are, they have some auto sell value, right? Right. Is that how it works? Uh, it was interesting to hear that around twice as many clip art tomes were sold as Elvish sunglasses and Crowns of Thrones. Out of curiosity, how did the Think Nerd Grimoire fare versus the clip art tome? It sold about a third, a little wow. more than a third as much. I didn't realize it was that low. I don't think Grimoires... They're not... You know, because they don't... Yeah. Like, the thing that they're sells flavor. is power creep, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's stuff that... It, like, I, I think in a lot of ways, stuff sells to optimizers because optimizers have to buy it they will talk about how it's a good thing to buy so more people will invest in it because they will think well optimizers are going to need this a year from now or two years from now or five years from now and also when we do something that's particularly appealing to optimizers i think we also feel compelled to work to make it appealing to non-optimizers right as well and so it ends up just being those items end up being kind of the best of every possible world. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's this is fine line because, like, I feel guilty just introducing power creep, right? Just deliberately yeah. saying, like, well, it's time to – because with the clip art, it was like, all right, well, we kind of just need to, like, reset how good a tome is. So if we do another tome, it will probably be about as good as the clip art tome. <laughs> the trouble is the clip art tome is good at everything. Yeah, it's right. Rough. So ideally, we would do and you get a, to choose. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's sort of how we would do it now if we were doing something like that. Mm. You know, the idea the idea of something that was meant to be like powerful in an ascension context and totally random in terms of what you get in a day. Like, I don't think we would do that. Yeah, I mean, given yeah. how limited it is, it's very swingy. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. Hey. Like I said, I, I feel guilty when I do it, but also people like it. Like, I think people like the clip art tome, right? A lot of the reason that they buy it is not because I've tricked them into buying it <laughs> because I'm a sleazy shyster, but because we made this thing that's awesome. Well, you got all those, you made all those sweet pictures. And it's also powerful and it also makes it so you don't have to have the older ones anymore because a thing that is more readily available is also just the best choice for that thing. I mean... You know, like maybe one of these days we'll do that with the garden, right? And then that'll be a garden item that actually sells. Maybe we'll introduce a new vector. We have done. I feel like we haven't done a familiar in a while. Like in the store? Yeah. I mean, the content familiars, I guess. Those aren't really familiars. It's weird that those are familiars. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little strange. I mean, it all came from the gash crab. Right. Right. Which is like, hey, it's a familiar and it does all this stuff. Like, yeah. <clears throat> you know what was surprising uh, is out of the last year, the backpack was one of the best sellers. Mm. That was a brand new realm. Yeah. New item and also the... Hardcore relevance. It's hardcore. Yeah, it's hardcore relevance, which I, you know, it 
for me, for somebody who doesn't know anything about the game, the difference between doing a hardcore run without that and with that is so extreme that it's like, oh, you know, this yeah. thing is really, really good. It's really nice stuff in that. Yeah. You know, and it's stuff that we don't think about as being, you know, it's like, oh, this is like mid-tier booze. But like mid-tier booze is really good when you don't have any booze. Right. Maybe we should draw from some of that for this new thing. Yeah, I don't know. Because the new thing is hardcore use. Yeah, you can right? use it in hardcore, yeah. yeah. So, But, I mean, it's already got it's already it's got, got pretty stuff. good stuff in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And oh, it, have, have, did you pick yeah. some stuff that goes into that? Well, no, 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 no. Just from, from actually playing around in it. From, oh, you know, sure. So, which, like, if you're not a crazy optimizer, you'll do it just because it's fun. Yeah. Right? Anyway. Something trivial, says Tyrone Jones. I know that when you're falling down drunk, the world doesn't make sense, but I think there may be some legacy things that need to be reviewed. I overdrank uh, and forgot last night, and when I got a drunken super adventure, I went out to wrestle with Susie in the nearby plains. Was she out there reminiscing about the old days when familiars fought on the plains and she sold cupcakes? Sure. Uh, if you're looking at that, maybe we could get some new drunken super adventures. Maybe there are new ones, but nobody drunken stupors enough these days. And yeah, that could be it. That's a weird kind of relic. Yeah. Of olden days, I remember. I remember that being like one of the first sort of bugs I found was the yeah. the drunk tank, the possible infinite turns. Yeah, sort the, of the one day that I spent like four thousand turns playing just to show that it could be done. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gave everybody ten million turns of every buff. That was not me. I know. <laughs> Reggie Neely says, idea, what about rewriting the black cat's messages so that everything isn't her fault? Right now, everything is directly because of her actions rather than because of bad luck. Well, no. I mean, that's, I like it that way. Yeah. I think, I think the bad luck is that you've got a shitty cat. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I think that probably my favorite single gag that I've written in the game is the way that the black cat interrupts your spell casting just by jumping onto your keyboard and making it so you hit attack instead. <laughs> like, it's very meta. It is. And I, yeah, I just, so I want to change my answer. <laughs> uh, dear Jake, responding to your response in response to the response of the peaks, in my defense, you said that you thought something in another peak gave spooky resistance. You know, I did. Um, and I think I thought it was the glistening. I think that I thought that. In fact, I'm pretty sure that on my little thing with the circles going in both directions, the thing that Twin Peak did to help with Abu Peak was the glistening. But it got changed or it got set to something else. I think, maybe, I think maybe that I ended up coming with, up with the effects for those things, and I didn't know that yeah, that was Yeah, because I, I hadn't to told anybody. I just wrote it on a post-it note, and, it, and this was like when I was traveling, and I so see. there wasn't, like nothing was like in a centralized place where we could ignore it. Well, we, we could, could all ignore it. We could add that to it, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Richard Baby 4000 says, when creating multiple items using the discoveries page, if you don't have enough parts to make the number of items that you specified, nothing gets made. Can this be fixed so the maximum amount of items out of what you have can be created? Uh, it's kind of annoying to try to make a number of items, get rejected, then try that number minus one, get rejected, repeat. Well, you could start to do one at a time <laughs> until the... Link gets grayed out. Uh, I mean, I'm hesitant to suggest that we add yet more logic to that page because if you do that with um, trying to make like a green uh, potion or something <laughs> like that, it could just use up your entire inventory of items. Because <laughs> so remember how sometimes yeah. it loops through yeah. like a bunch of other stuff, and if it's like, oh, well, I need to make as many of these as possible. 
Uh, Dars says, one, the sword of procedural generation uses some new inventory tech, yes? An item can now be customized or labeled on an individual basis. Have you considered how this might be applied to crafting? Instead of following a set recipe, one can build a truly customized item. So... It's all a lie. <laughs> it, it's not. It is not. I mean, it, like, the, 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 we can do customized items, right? Well, like the sticker so, sword and stuff. So what... One thing, right? So they have to be they they have to be either like untradeable or you you can only ever have one of them, right? For, for so that is that is a limitation of the current tech is that you yeah. can only ever have one of these items. Um, the sword actually does use a different approach to that than anything else does because it needs it has code that just replaces the enchantments in an item row. As opposed to giving, as opposed to like, normally the way that things like this work is by display. Well, there's one set of code for displaying it, and then one set of code for for applying it to the player object mm-hmm. when you have it equipped. And I wrote it. I wrote this to be generalized to use both of them. So it just has a thing that has to. It has some code that has to run in desk item. That's like if it is this item, which that could be generalized to if item type type equals custom. Or whatever. Right. So something that I something that I had thought about, if we really wanted to, and I don't think that we do, but if we really wanted to, we could make another inventory table. Oh. That we didn't Interesting. That that the player didn't know that it was a different inventory right. table, but we would. We would adjust every and items would have identity. Items in it would have an identity. Yeah. Huh. So we could make tradable items with an identity and it would just be a different thing because we've talked about doing that haven't we for certain things Uh, yeah i don't i like basically we would have to so for an item like that to be tradable right like if we wanted to if if we wanted it to be such that you could just make a you know the cock and balls of justice or whatever like because you smith the thing out of a in order for you to be able to do all of the stuff that you can do with a tradable item a lot of things would have to be adapted to start looking at both of those tables. A lot of things would have to be rewritten so that it would like appear in the right place in alphabetical order and stuff like that. Like a lot of things that are currently just like query your inventory joined with the item table and then give you a drop down would get a lot more complicated. Hmm. And because we were not particularly careful with the ways in which inventory can be addressed. There is there are just a lot of edge cases. Well, yeah, but if we if we started over, if we were designing it from the ground up, it yeah, would be different. And, and I think that that's I think that that's the right way to to do it, right? Like there are there are customizable items and there are commodity items, and you know, like and commode items. I have to imagine that in World of Warcraft's database, like the difference between you holding one linen cloth and a stack of eight linen cloths is that that item has an attribute of eight on it instead of one it is not eight separate items Mm -hmm. like when you split a stack you are creating a new item with half the quantity as opposed to like it being something like so you could have an unlimited inventory while allowing that customization if most things were commodity items, if if customizable things were rare, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to do. And I mean, we would make them rare, I think, right? Like we, we wouldn't want to encourage people to have like 
I have the display case with the most, you know, unique items. different ex-boyfriends cock and balls casserole in it, right? Um, On the other hand, the idea of people being able to craft stuff and then sell it because they're really good at crafting stuff yeah. Is, oh, yeah. is very appealing. Yeah, or, you know. So, like, having it be <clears throat> available to the public, but maybe everything can be melted down and there's no particular inherent worth with it being unique or whatever. I, I, I think we probably don't want to mess with it in KOL. Is, uh, yeah, sure. it, you know, it, it like, as the the passage of time has resulted in, you know, better ideas about how to handle stuff, but I think it's... I don't know, actually. I think we still have that. I'm not actually going to say how this can happen because it is possible for people to be assholes and make it happen to somebody under the right circumstances. But there are still cases where certain certain sloppy ways in which we've handled inventory stuff will result in like people's stuff, all of people's items getting stuck in between other inventory and Hank's. When oh, they ascend, right. right? And it is because there are too many things that can operate on inventory. And it, if we fixed that, we would remove a bunch of features that people cared about, right? That they don't see that there's anything wrong with that. But it's like, well, yeah, I mean, this just we wouldn't have done it this way if we'd been thinking about it. But that doesn't make somebody happy when you've taken away a toy, right? Yeah, so. So, yeah, it does use some new tech, uh, the sort of procedural generation, but it's, I think that I would be a little bit reluctant to, so it uses new tech that involves running some additional code whenever you have that item equipped, which is fine, because that's not very many people at any given time, and it, and it is only run once per sort of player action, and whenever you look at the description of that item, which also doesn't happen very often, um... Yeah, I could do it again. I mean, that code could just as easily change. What it can't change is the name of the item because it would have to be run, like I said, in a tremendous number of additional places. Right. Right. If we if we had if we had like generalized a make inventory list feature, right, and that's what we used everywhere in inventory and drop downs to put stuff into hanks and drop downs to send people stuff or whatever, you know, and when we get rid of those alternate weird interfaces, people get pissed because they're used to using them because there are some purposes for which they're better. Right. Right. So it's very, very difficult for us to clean up stuff that chains us up. Yeah. I don't know. You know, this is what happens when you work on the same piece of software for 10 years. Like you're terrible. It gets all misshapen. Uh, two, says Dars, have you put any more thought into revamping the campsite? I heard a rumor you like the idea of being able to look inside your house similar to clan bases. Yeah, I I would not be surprised if that's a thing that happens within the next couple of years. Wow. Hmm. Different houses having different layouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different sizes. Different numbers of rooms. Um, Jesus. And the rooms being sort of sockets for putting stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, which I really, really like that idea. I really kind of like the idea of you not losing all that shit when you ascend necessarily yeah. also. I know a right? lot of people are sitting on like holiday yeah. one-time houses and not using them. Cause yeah, they're... and that sucks. Yeah. Um, what happens if you switch 
house like it's i think it should probably just dump all your shit dump all your housing shit back into your inventory if you switch houses instead of you know just automatically socking there could be a new set of there could be a new inventory section for like furnishings and the stuff that splits those things we could make it not split those things anymore you know um but yeah just the idea of like this house has one ceiling slot two poster slots and every house has a bed and a kitchen right right um some houses let you put something on a nightstand or whatever right but but, i mean that's that that's that we could just it could just be this entirely new vector for for gameplay stuff that you know could you then visit other people's houses um no no you could not sir <laughs> but Vernacio, this feeds into this next question. Vernacio says, "What are your thoughts on a Mister House? Is it plausible or fun enough, or is there some sort of game-breaking or underpowered element present? We just can't do it because the house stuff is so ephemeral." Yeah. Now, um, you know, and the things that go into your house are really fucking arbitrarily selected. Yes. A lot of different kinds of beds. Yeah, there are like ten. Yeah, but that's pretty ten beds. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lightwolf says, are there new content or mechanic revamps scheduled to roll out with the upcoming challenge path, i.e. the level 9 revamp when Class Act came out? Yeah, I, I'm hoping to do level 10 when Jarlsberg rolls. <clears throat> level 10 is not crazy complicated. It, there's The the revamp. There's, yeah, there's comparatively little changing. There's a doom and gloom thread about, oh man, Jake said he's going to nerf the castle. Which is not what I said. I said that it might get made less effective as a meat farming zone as a, over the course of our revamp. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, it probably or will. more effective. We are certainly not going to be careful not to do that. Argavargarard <laughs> um, says, is it time for more custom outfits or display case shelves or inventory sections? It's definitely time for more inventory sections. Um, didn't we make it so you could have 69 custom outfits? I think it was upped at some point. Because that is fucking plenty. No one will ever need more than 640 <laughs> custom outfits. Yeah. Yeah, display case, that's really a thing that people have been asking for now for like five or six or seven years. Is there a hard limit on the number of shelves? That's like 11 or something? Yeah, maybe, I think. Wow. You can't reorder them. Um, you can't drag and reorder them. That's Well, yeah, you have to pull everything out and then put everything back in, yeah. It's pretty um, brutal. You know, uh, I don't think that it would actually be all that hard <laughs> to make it so you could reorder them. I just haven't ever bothered right we need a bunch more chris moyers that are free that work mm-hmm. for free okay so we need like a sessile clone tank now can't be sessile because it needs free will to be able to code yeah i mean just uh, we get some underwater we be, so computers. we breed them oh and then they're in the vats co- growing and coding at the same time okay we we breed them to be okay so we make a clone of chris moyer and instead of working for money what he works for is the antidote (laughs) (laughs) and he has to milk this half a cat to get his daily dose of the antidote uh togapika says what are your thoughts on a mr horse (laughs) (laughs) sure we could just give you a mr h o blank s e and then you get to pick which letter you want (laughs) Uh, what are your thoughts on a Mrs. Horse, says Wack. Uh, it's probably a great idea. 
Uh, if you make a new zone as an alternative to the Orc Chasm, please use wet blankets and muddy sticks to make the bridge. I just don't want to do that. That has fucking blown the fuck over, and I think if we did something about it now, it would start another, like, yeah. like opposite chirality shitstorm. <laughs> Where people would say, like, oh, I can't believe they wasted their time on this instead of making something new for everybody. And I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't think it is a good idea. And I don't think that it is necessary. And so, like, those are those are two reasons to not do a thing. I'm imagining the the shit storms in the southern hemisphere are going the other direction. <laughs> right. Uh, please don't do shit like a Jarlsberg staff as an item of the month, says Wack. Uh, tough, because that's what we're going to do with more or less every challenge path from now on that can have that kind of content attached to it. Because it's just like that was part of why challenge paths became a thing is so that we could do items of the month that were optimal in the moment, but that didn't have to stack on everything we've ever done. You know, so. And that's also why making the most popular content uh, we've ever made has resulted in us making a lot less money than uh, <laughs> when we weren't doing that. Yeah, these niche these niche things yeah. are a little, little tricky. <clears throat> I mean, the easier we try to make making items of the month, the less money items of the month is going to make, right? Because, you know, the best things in life are free, but it's just stuff like jerking off and, like, salad dressing. <laughs> Yeah, salad dressing costs money. Yeah, salad dressing costs Oh, also, Riff, I jerked off in your salad dressing. Oh. <laughs> I was broke. <laughs> Those bottles are just too alluringly shaped, I gotta say. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the wishbone looks like a set of ovaries. <laughs> just, yeah, I also, I really need to get my ovaries looked at. Um, sorry, the bad doctor won. <laughs> <laughs> you have a giant tumor. Well, because they pull your ovaries apart and make a wish, and the, oh. the bad doctor gives you cancer. The good doctor cures <laughs> your cancer. Wow. Yeah, because why would you go in there if you didn't already have can? You know, like you don't need your cancer cured if you don't have cancer. Oh yeah, so he has to give you some so that he can cure it. I don't, I don't know, man. It's probably collusion. Mm. Uh, I didn't know you liked Dark Souls, says Wack. Have you met Trusty Patches yet? I'm making a video based around his exploits, and I'm hoping to have uh, done it. I'm hoping to have it done eventually. Uh, I have not met Trusty Patches. I, I only recently um, made it to the lower undead Berg. So they have they have NPCs that you interact with. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Oh. Yeah, uh, they're all. I don't know, man. Badly written. They talk, and then you're like. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Are they skeletons? Some of them, yeah. Everything is kind of a skeleton in this game. Yeah, like, like everybody it. is inherently undead. Pretty much everybody's undead. Yeah, yeah. There, there are some characters that are not undead, but aren't they like um, sort of still kind of alive? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. They don't like look undead. Well, some of them yeah, it depends some on how them. hollowed they are, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you want uh, to hear me talk about Dark Souls, I, I will talk about Dark Souls some on video games hot dog that we'll record after uh, dinner. We need to riff. Riff apparently needs to get a load of beer on. Um, oh, load Oberon. <laughs> um, load Obeeb. Do you think Lord? You want <laughs> Riff needs Lord Oberon to ejaculate into his salad dressing? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, this the salad dressing is too thick. I wish King Neptune would ejaculate into it and make it waterier. <laughs> Do you ever Salty. take your own salad dressing to restaurants and they're like, oh, but we have our own salad. You're like, no, no, no. This is, this is never, for me to drink. I've never gone that far. 
They might. You don't have a flask of yeah, salad dressing that you carry. There might be an uncorking fee. Well, right. <laughs> you gotta stop buying that corked salad dressing. <laughs> anyway, if you're a if you're a a guy, oh, so if you are somebody who listens to this podcast but not video games, hot dog, and yet would like to hear me talk about a different video game, yeah. may Something, I recommend? Something's wrong yeah, with you. <laughs> may I recommend to your tiny little fingernail sliver of this Venn diagram that you listen to episode two of the Bonfireside Chat podcast uh, of the Vanities? Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's good. It's a podcast about Dark Souls. So if you like Dark Souls the way that I like Dark Souls, which is to say very casually, or if you like it the way those guys like Dark Souls, which is to say a little intensely. too much, a little too intensely. Yeah, no, not really. They're 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 wonderful, wonderful men. Uh, did you like the sweet swords on the skeletons in the cemetery? I didn't get any sweet swords from the skeletons in the cemetery. The, the first thing that you do is you go to a fucking cemetery and there's some skeletons and you're like, yeah, skeletons, and then you're like, fuck. Because <laughs> you're Cause dead. Hard. Yeah, because they're like that. They are apparently the don't go this way. Notice uh, that you get when you get down there. Because did you not get swords from because you have not yet fought them in your game? I fought them. I went down there and they, so there you can run past them and get a sword. You can also run past them and get a spear. Okay. Um, I don't know. They might have a sword that they drop. Uh, let's see. Abby Will says, might it be possible at some point to have an item in a display case show up on multiple shelves or to divide a group of identical items between multiple shelves? Now. Like, wow! Only Multizar can do that, and that was special. That was special hand database editing dispensation. That was the nine rings for Mortal Man. Oh, Um, so there are just nine (laughs) copies of one ring in one of the shelves. I had three identical blue snow cones on a shelf at one point too, but I think I ruined that by moving stuff around. Uh, When will the C be done? Says Ada Wong. March. (laughs) <laughs> yeah Chris Moyer says Word Realms is coming out in February <laughs> I mean he does it's impossible uh, Florin says is there going to be an item like Trusty in Jarlsberg are Chef's Dave's going to be easier to access am I way off track we have not actually addressed the chef staff question yet yep. um, because of the way the path restrictions work it is unlikely that he will get access to any of the existing chef staffs um, but it is entirely possible that I will add to his repertoire of shit to do, make some more chef staffs. Yeah. And the, the, uh, Jarlsberg staff item of the month could also be a chef staff. And then... No, it can't. Oh, really? Why yeah. not? Cause it's not. Oh, I already know what it is. Oh, okay. He starts with a hat. <laughs> um, <laughs> <clears throat> Coral says, I for one hope you do something like uh, Jarlsberg staff as an item of the month, mainly because I'd like to have a Mr. Store outfit with it, Boris's helm, and whatever item you choose from Sneaky Pete's path. Thoughts? Pants. Yeah. Pants. Do you think it'll be Sneaky Pete's pants? Not Sneaky Pete's, like... Uh, Shades? Butt plug? B- banana hammock? Yeah. Sneaky Pete's... Banana hammock is like pants. Yeah. Uh, let's see... Mokume says, when a clan officer goes to the membership roster to promote or demote members, they can't see a member's current karma. Boy, that whole thing is terrible. <laughs> All of that stuff is real bad. Takani says, would you ever consider making a trophy that involves Alice's army to respark interest in it? We have to respark our interest first. Yeah. 
Doc256 says, have you ever thought about changing the shape of the mole from Lamagong or putting up some kind of warning that the effect can't be removed and will force you to spend your next 12 adventures at the molehill? This can lead to really frustrating situations if you aren't prepared. On another note, Boris's food, Sneaky Pete is booze. Are there any plans or thoughts on revamping Jarlsberg's holiday to make it more spleen-aligned? No, because that's not no. what it's about. It's about magic. Things are not always about triumvirates. Yeah, and especially there isn't a three tri- things are <clears throat> not about triangle. There is not a triangle that has food and booze and spleen on its corners. Well, in this is. video it's, game, it's not an equilateral triangle, and it is not a deliberate <laughs> triangle, and it's not like it's, it's uh, man. I feel like all of that shit was done against my will by me. <laughs> uh, Malik says, in a previous show not too long ago, somebody brought up karma bonus from out-of-season special challenge pass, then a proposal about having uh, past SCPs give the karma bonus for players completing one for the first time only. I believe Jake said that didn't sound bad and would see about implementing it. I thought that that had been done. You asked CDM to do it. I don't know if he has done it. I thought he did. I thought he might have. Yeah, uh, it's apparently it's- not... It's confusing sometimes uh, the difference between asking someone to do something and have it having it be done. Those are those are two different things. <clears throat> yeah, I've like I've lost all grasp of causality. Yeah, uh, must have been because I'll eventually get older. <laughs> <laughs> get it. Uh, uh, Theia says I don't want more than one truth sayer. I really don't, but I'd love to get the recipes to make them because I collect recipes. You don't get a recipe for making Truthsayer. Um, if you got a recipe for making Truthsayer, you weren't supposed to. And it shouldn't be there. And it shouldn't it, be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, specifically to avoid the situation that has arisen. Like, we made it... Well... I thought you made it that you used one of the items to... No. no. Oh, did that not happen? No, because the because of the monsters dropping the hybrid uh, items. They don't. Are you sure? Yeah, they shouldn't be. Huh. A monster that is a hybrid monster can, can drop, drop either, either the- of the... Base items. Of the base oh. items. Well, then I but wish no monster drops. Then I wish that I had, because I was under the impression that you could get the second order items Mm-mm. on their own. Well, fuck. There shouldn't have been any recipes for any of those things. Um, we can always change it. Yeah, can we? Sure, sure, we can. Uh, you ran out of time last show, so I'll ask for this one again. Oh, sorry, Backhack Agent, we're out of time. <laughs> Lul. Uh, could we have used multiple and unconscious collective dream jars? Yeah, I I definitely did that. Um, Maybe it didn't get pushed out, but... Yeah. Uh, it took the player community about four days to discover the Jick Jar, says Lokiator. What were your expectations for how long it would take to find it? Had you hoped that the last psychoses would remain a mystery longer? Longer than it has? No. <laughs> um, I I did not anticipate it being more than a week. So, I mean, like... It took, it took almost a month for the the corners of the artists. Yeah. Psychosis to get mm-hmm. spaded. Yep. Um, the... Yeah, I mean, I, I like... I would have said anywhere from immediately to a week on the Jig Jar. And it, it was in the middle of that somewhere it's really hard to predict that kind of thing uh gunther maplethorpe i've been away for a while yes you have gunther uh and recently came back to a lot of awesome stuff so first off thanks for that here's a wish list of things that might be easy enough to implement that it gets done i'd love for there to be a way in mall store management to sort items by number of them that i have 
Uh, probably a lot of things that could be better about that interface. I mean, but you need a lot of things in this economy. Yeah, and true. it would be easier to know how many things you have. Gunther's avatar reminds me of a web page that I haven't looked at in ages. I wonder if there's updates. What web page, Riff? I don't remember what it's called. Oh, well, then it's <laughs> going to be tricky to... Yeah. figure it out oh maybe maybe i can maybe i can work it out from that avatar finaldar says is the never fumble effect supposed to affect ranged weapons because i've definitely fumbled with it while using a ranged weapon maybe chalky hand is broke huh i have no idea i would have not have thought so because there is not actually that much of a difference between a ranged attack and a melee attack in the code uh phil's us a fix says I like the tracks in Seaside Town. The right side, wrong side thing is funny, but it begs the question, where do the tracks go? You would think somebody whose name was Philosophic <laughs> would not misuse <laughs> begs the question like that. Well, you say misuse, but... That's basically what it means now. Yeah, yeah no, I, I am actually firmly on the side of the misuse at this point because language is fucking consensus and yeah, pedagogues I I can go up. eat it. I gave up on that dick. one a long time ago, but I'm not going to back down on uh, literally... Oh, meaning the opposite of literally? Yeah. Yeah. That's... I don't... The thing about that is I, I have just never heard... Emphatically, like, he literally shit his pants. I've, he, never he... I've never heard anyone misuse that. Wow, really? I, I have spent so much more time listening to people complain, complain about, about it than I have encountering anyone who has... Jenny heard a radio advertisement once for dog food or a vet or something where a woman said, my dog is larger than life, both literally and in the real world. Oh, weird. Yeah. In terms of potatoes, that's literally more than you can carry. <laughs> See, in that case, it was just a clue. The other, I mean, what's the other, the, the grocer's quotes or the... the yeah, the apostrophe S, no, grocer's apostrophe. No, well, okay, no, I'm thinking of the, the what is it, the scare quotes, the... Quote, quotation marks used as for emphasis. Oh, okay. By people who have no idea what the hell is going on. Mm -hmm. It's very confusing. Elfin says, I'm headed to San Francisco for a week. What good touristy things are there to do there? Exploratorium? Oh anything else? The Exploratorium is closed, apparently, while they, while move they transition to a new band. Yeah, it's sucks. closed until like a couple months from now. Um, anything else? You went on about some kind of sandwich shops in previous podcasts. There are some really good sandwich shops. Yeah. But it's not like those are not <clears throat> destinations necessarily. Right. Uh, Golden Gate Park. It's like spend a day awesome. just wandering around Golden yeah. Gate Park. Not a day. Spend three hours wandering around Golden Gate Park. There's a cool windmill over on the west side of it. If you're in, if you're in the kind of shape where walking a couple of miles over the course of a couple of hours sounds good to you, just like park over at the east end of Golden Gate Park, Golden Gate Park, and then walk one way and then back. Like walk to the ocean and back. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend going to Alcatraz, but if you do, definitely oh, do the audio I, tour. Alcatraz was great. It's neat. It's just like you have to do the audio tour. Like I would absolutely recommend going to Alcatraz. I thought it was great. If, if, well, the audio tour is definitely, I guess it's not like a separate thing. I think they just give it to you. Yeah, right? no. It's but but pay attention pay to attention it. Actually, to actually do what the thing says yeah. and listen to all of the stuff. It was really, it was, and when they really tell you to well imagine done. something, fucking imagine it, <laughs> asshole. Uh, let's see. There's um, Clarion Alley. There's yeah. Go to Clary, Go to Clarion Alley, which is just a street on a map, and it's pretty cool. It's just some cool graffiti, and that is right up near. Um, the Pirate Store at Paxton 826 Gate. Valencia and Paxton nice. Gate, uh, which are two really cool stores. It's all like Mission Area. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't go down to the the wharf. I've heard that yeah, that's fish fisherman's wharf. Kind of lame. The musée mécanique is neat. That that is a thing to go to at fisherman's wharf, but don't. I don't know. Linger. Well, yeah. I the musée mécanique was kind of okay. If you can get over to Alameda, go to uh, Lucky Juju, the pinball, pinball museum. museum. If you like pinball. If you like pinball, yeah. So it's a lot of, um, and you could spend an entire day there yeah. just playing pinball games. If you like a little bit of pinball selected more or less at random, you can just go to pretty much any hipster bar in the mission and they will have a couple of pinball machines. Um, ah, man, I can't fucking wait to play some pinball. Can't wait to get back. I just can't wait to get back to San Francisco. Man, just walk around and there's poop everywhere you... and you can get a bagel. <laughs> I think you might have left your heart there. Maybe I did. Um, yeah, so... Jake, in a past radio show, it was said that cave bars ruin the game. I don't quite understand. Please tell me. Thanks. Uh, yeah. No, it's for fucked. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're just more and more it's of them. Eating all and the it, money. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. Will the Dales of Yarlberg have the same restriction on booze? Sumptuous H. Bars and Zombie Slayer. Nope. Different what? restrictions. Different? Yeah, I don't know what. What were the restrictions on booze consumption? Five drunkenness. Oh, well, that's not a restriction. That's just a... They're pretty restricted. But I wouldn't call that a... How how is that not a restriction? What? Liver of steel does not loosen a restriction. It just increases an attribute. You are going to uh, be both surprised and dismayed by... And and probably confused if uh, Dev is any any indication. (laughs) I have no fucking idea how this thing is going to play. I think it sounds cool. Um, <laughs> it's different. It's very different. Yep. Um, it, I think more so than Boris is kind of like playing a different game. Yeah. Uh, oh, everything is in that Word Realms backer item fight mode. Huh. That thing was great. I'd forgotten about it. We like, we worked on that in the middle of working on a whole bunch of other shit and because I was like, what, like right, right before Con? Yep. So it was like working on that and Rad Libs at the same time and then all that stuff. I just fucking forgot about it. Uh, so other place. Oh, yeah. She recommends the Musée Mécanique, MXC does. Uh, the Stanford Linear Accelerator. What? Yeah. Um, Slack. Uh, the Presidio is the future home of Starfleet Academy. <laughs> oh, neat. I mean, we had fun going to the Presidio, but that's because we got to tour LucasArts. Lucas Arts. Yeah, yeah, which we can't do for other people. We yeah, can't I mean, even do ourselves go, anymore. Going to Pixar would be pretty great if you know somebody at Pixar. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, also it. have them call us. Pixar? Yeah, like, we'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> camera Obscura. I don't know what Camera Obscura is. A dark room. Is it? I mean, that's what that phrase means. It's a large-scale Camera Obscura. <laughs> okay. It's like the Bluth banana stand. I mean, that's... So, like, Camera Obscura is... Before there were cameras that you think of like where you take pictures and have film in them they were they were literally dark rooms where they would they would poke a pinhole in one wall and then an image of what was outside would appear on the far wall upside down um and that's that's how that's actually where people learned how to draw perspective is from um using those you like like just putting paper up against a wall and like tracing stuff Hmm. um and then when when they made started doing photography, they would do the same kind of thing: poke a poke a hole in a wall somewhere, and then put like light sensitive material against the other wall. And then when they made them portables, they just started calling them cameras. I still don't understand how that works, and I also don't understand how a pinhole eclipse camera works. 
I mean, a pinhole, like a small enough pinhole. Something about a pinhole makes it so. Just it's it's like it's like a lens. It's like a very tiny lens, basically. I see. Right, because like a, a lens causes all light to come to a single point and then come back out the other side. Right. So if you just if you just get rid of everything except for that single point, then you've got the sort of like most fundamental lens, right? Because light rays light rays are being sort of focused through a single point. So like a light ray from one, one way over here it comes through and only goes onto this side, right? So you get the image inverted behind the penhole. Does that make sense? No. Okay. No, because if I if I could draw this on a on a board, I think it would become more clear. I mean, I can imagine like I can imagine a diagram of it. Yeah. What I don't what I don't get is why like yeah, no, never mind. No, no. Go, go ahead. <clears throat> there is light going through the pin. Like, so let's say I'm looking at a pinhole projection of a of a solar eclipse yeah. that is half and half. There is light going through that hole in a way that it would hit the dark part of the paper. I cannot conceive of a way in which there's not. Well, right. so, but if, what if, you are, if the sun there was the some, only source of light in the light, world, but the the sun itself is so bright that you like the contrast is really high. Okay, right. So, like, there's plenty of light all over the place, sort of bouncing through and coming at all different, sort of scattered through, like because you're getting just sort of the blue of the of the sky. But this because the sun is so bright, um, it's light. That from just the tiny disk of the sun okay. comes and so, through, and, and, that's and the way that a camera place. obscura works is by making the context so dark that the reflected light off of a cathedral is discernible in the resultant image. Well, but with a camera with a, with a really tiny like, so if if you had that same pinhole camera of the the um, of a of, of an eclipse. But in like color, and you like you saw the back of it. It would you would see the blue sky and the the like you would see the whole sky or whatever. It would everything would be there as it is, inverted out in the real world. The reason that you can just sort of do it out on the sidewalk is because the sun is so bright. Right, but that's what I'm saying. You you but with a camera, you would be able to see it if it was dark enough on the the sheet of paper. You would be able to see trees and cars and and shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. and it wouldn't so it is not it is not that the pinhole is focusing the light down to the size that the sun is projected it is spreading it out in a cone behind it but all you can discern is the, the sun. sun yeah okay yeah well i think i get it now and i think and it's time have, for us they also have an infinite depth of field to go get some fucking food so everything is in focus Everything's is that what focus. infinite depth of field is so mm-hmm. everything looks oh. like it's like miniature and stop motion because of the tilt shift no that's the op- you want, but you this begs a, the question tiny, what is tilt shift you want a tiny depth of field to get uh, a tilt like shift models. is literally converting the real world into a stop motion miniature scene <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog, everybody. And if you're listening to this live, what? And <laughs> if you're not listening to this live, hey, uh, download Video Games Hot Dog. And also Bonfireside Chat Episode 2. Have a great weekend, everyone. See it.